Today's anecdotal experience is sponsored by Progressive Life Insurance. I took out a $200,000 life insurance policy to the benefit of my sister for only 20 bucks a month. Why not? I love my sister so much that there's a part of me that is pretty excited about my own demise. Today, I'm repressing a cough. I just kept it in. Anyway, today's podcast is Mike Frank. Mike Frank was on the podcast a year ago talking about threatening a child with a knife when he was a child. Um, That was an interesting episode. We didn't really get to the bottom of what the hell is a matter with him. So I think it'll probably manifest itself later in life. Mike doesn't drink. That's what we talk about this episode and why he doesn't, and also the benefit of not drinking. And this is the associated benefit that I came up with. I think Mike is very productive because he doesn't drink. That's me. That's what I'm saying. Also, I added some stuff at the end. I added the beginning of our conversation at the end because it's unrelated and kind of a bummer. So let's do this with my friend, Mike Frame. So why don't you drink? Uh, so a lot of reasons. Uh, I don't think there's any particular reason. Yeah, uh, I'm just curious. I'm just, you know. Like, so, and you know, when I and I've never, I've never drank. I've never been like if I didn't have like a rock bottom moment or something, some dark past where. Yeah. I like woke up in a gutter or anything like that. That's the likely uh, story. Right. That never happened. Um, so. I mean, when I was younger, I, uh, I, uh, I'd probably a lot of it was like fear-based, you know, like when I was in high school and stuff like that. I remember in grade school, you know, they, this kid, this high school kid came in and talked to us in like in a wheelchair, you know, and he had like, you know, a Stephen Hawking, like keyboard and everything. Oh, and wow. yeah, he had like, like drunk driving accident, all this stuff and like young, like high school age you know maybe he was in college now or whatever yeah and just like totally crippled and uh what was his point he was just like i mean he was just like don't he was like a don't drink and drive kind of thing don't drink and drive right right but like that that whole idea that your life could just you know be you could be in a wheelchair you know what i mean that that freaked me out a lot yeah Uh, and so that there there was that aspect to it for sure where i was like very cautious about the idea that's interesting that you bring that up at first because that sounds like it's you kind of say it like flippantly but i have a feeling that that because i have things like that in my head where i avoid them because i've seen something that truly disturbed me yeah i bet that has a lot to do yeah i mean yeah i mean it's definitely it's definitely when like when people would would want me to like drink or whatever that was always in the back of my head and initially for sure like and to some degree still how old but when you initially when you're saying initially late high school or early college okay. or whatever and like i mean in in high school too the other aspect of it was like a lot of the people that i knew like drank and like partied and stuff were not very nice to me 
You know oh, what I mean? Okay, you like, associated it with just like uh, assholes? Yeah. So I was kind really? of yeah. So like my initial experience of like people who I knew like partied and stuff were like, oh, these guys are these guys are jerks. <laughs> like they're not- Did you have people that you looked up to that abstained from drugs and alcohol? No. No. Not really. But they were just people that were big enough dicks that you were like, yeah. I don't want to be associated with those people. I don't want to hang out with, with this group of people. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Because, like... Who were they? Just guys I went to high school with who I knew. Like, I mean, I, was, I swam in high school. Okay. Some of the, some of the guys I, I knew on the team, the older guys that, like, I knew, like, drank and stuff just like that. Just douchebags? Yeah. And just and so it was, it was initially not appealing from that perspective, too, because I was just like these guys you don't want to be like them right it's dude i like to branch off kind of that it's it's same thing with smoking it's anything it's the packaging you put it in if Mm -hmm. you see if you see like if you see someone like cristiano ronaldo wearing a suit and he lights up a cigarette with a zippo right and there's some hot chick on his arm yeah all that yeah immediately you just think smoking is cool cool people smoke but if you see some degenerate person you know like that you don't respect or is like belligerent or something and he lights up a cigarette you're like cigarettes are disgusting right it's packaging right if cool people drank you might have drank maybe yeah maybe and and that like again that was all my initial like those were probably the two main initial reasons okay why uh and and but then you know like in college like i i met enough people who i liked and became friends with and like were cool people but also you know what i mean so i kind of shed that yeah earlier thing that people do like perception or whatever um but then you know other reasons can't come and came into play at that point um so yeah what were what sorry what what were they because i feel like if you're sitting at a table with a bunch of people drinking beers because one time you said you're you were going to mad tree which is a brewery in town you said you're meeting up with some people at mad tree and the idea to me of you like sitting at (coughs) sorry i'm sick mad tree drinking a diet coke was weird just just water 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 yeah dude you are so Yeah. yeah you're so it took a while to get used to not having anything in my hands when everybody else was holding solo cups. Yeah. That's weird. When I was in college, that was... Just like, fill up some Sprite in a solo yeah. cup. Yeah. I, I, I didn't even do that because I just felt like I was like trying to like pretend. Oh, like you know people I mean? thought you were like, trying like, to pose like or something? Like I need to blend in right now. Like right. I was, I was like, ah, I don't want to do that. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it's weird having both hands completely free. It's yeah. Like that, it's like that... Uh, in Talladega Nights, when Will right. Ferrell was doing the big red commercial or whatever, and yeah. his hands just start raising up. Like, Get know. a drink. Get a water. Sometimes I did. Hold something. Sometimes I did. Yeah. There, dude, there is something to that where if people, I mean, even we're comics, and if you go outside, everyone's smoking a cigarette, and right. you're not smoking a cigarette, mm-hmm. you feel out of place. Why am I here right now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just like, taking in all this sweet, sweet secondhand smoke. Yeah. Yeah, these, these vapes. Yeah, that people getting, are blowing out. right, and it's weird because you're not you're you don't you got like your hands in your pocket. Mm-hmm. You don't know what to do. Yeah, it looks weird. Yeah, but now you don't even think about it. No, I'm very much not. I'm not self conscious about that at all anymore. No. Right, but initially, when you show up and literally everybody has one of these cups in their hands, so the, then the why fun, the funny this this I'll, <laughs> one of the first college parties I went to, I was. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I um, I thought I might get hungry 
And like, I was just like, well, I'll just bring a box of Cheez-Its with me. <laughs> so I literally was walking around with a box of Cheez-Its and just like, snack, no way, hundred uh, percent snacking on Cheez-Its. All other people were like, were know, people calling it out? People were eating some of the Cheez-Its. They're like, oh, you got Cheez-Its. And I'd just be like, yeah, man, have some, have some Cheez-Its. <laughs> That was your thing. That was your prop. Yeah, for that night. Yeah, it turned oh, out that man. way. It didn't. It wasn't like I'm gonna bring these cheese. It's so that like I can have a thing to hold. It was just like I'm hungry. I might get hungry yeah. later. <laughs> I'm gonna bring a box of cheese. It's with me. That's really funny. Yeah. That's and I didn't. And I really, I wasn't trying to be funny. I wasn't trying to be weird. I was just yeah. like I was just like yeah. I might get hungry and I was just I'm gonna bring some cheese. It's with me. Yeah, that is funny though. <laughs> it's pretty. Just funny. a guy at a party, it's, everyone's drinking, getting drunk, and you and it's you're not holding a cup, right? So everyone, it's obvious that you're not getting inebriated, but you're just <laughs> munching on a <laughs> box of Cheez-Its. Yeah, and it and it's not like a party where there's stuff out. It's just you. You clearly brought I it from brought Cheez-Its with me. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, that's so you though. It is. You're because also you. We do open mics and like comedy together. And you show up to bars with that damn Nalgene bar- bottle. Sometimes. I try not to bring it in that often. Yeah, That's, but it's funny, though. Sometimes I do. It's funny because it's just like, it's almost, it's al- when you bring that Nalgene bottle in, it's as if you're saying, I know I don't belong here. So I brought yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, you're not, I, I need this and I'm, I'm it's like you're scuba diving. <laughs> scuba it's diving. like your oxygen tank. Yeah. You know, it's just a habit. And it's funny that it's analogy because it's, it's all because of the swimming thing. We, I used to carry these things around to class with me everywhere and constantly be drinking water yeah. to stay hydrated and stuff. That's so and you I, though. And I still buy analogy brand water bottles because of that. Yeah, man, you're, yeah, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's hilarious. And then, oh, I want to get back to, I have a, or, but I want to, didn't, someone got upset with you, called you out one time at an open mic when i was up in columbus yeah, yeah tell that story real quick i just think it's funny yeah so like i so i would bring water to and this was when i was in school still and uh and i, I don't know i guess i never thought i was offending anybody by doing that it was just again it was just me being practical where yeah. it's like i'm at this open mic for three hours right i'm gonna get thirsty and i didn't want in my mind i was like oh i don't want to bar bother the bartender Absolutely. for water like yep. that's a stupid thing like right. i'm just here to to Mind tell, your own business. To tell yeah. jokes and like entertain yeah. the people at this bar and that's what i'm I, in my mind i thought i was contributing by doing that to the entertainment for the night Absolutely. or whatever yep and anyway there was one night and i've never it's rare that i lose my cool like on stage about something but there was one night where like there was a good audience in in at this open mic and people were having good sets and stuff mm-hmm. and i got up there and things were going well initially and then one of the other comics just started talking very loudly you know and and just being super annoying and in my and they're in the room you know what i mean like they yeah. didn't go out back or whatever and it's like you're a comic <laughs> like it's one thing if an audience member yeah. is causing a pro- but like when another comic is being very loud they know better it, it's like come on like, yeah. we're all trying to do the same thing here. Mm-hmm. You know, why are you being like this when I'm on stage? Like, you're completely ignoring yeah. my time. You know, like, I don't, Absolutely. you don't have to Disrespect, watch me. Yeah. You don't have to watch me, but don't interrupt me. Right. Because I'm not going to do that to you. 
And so I just, I got, I, I muscled through it and got to the end of my set. And then I just said something. I was just like, you know what? Like, and I don't even remember what I said. I could go back and look through my recordings and find the exact Ooh, <laughs> man. wording, but I haven't done that, but that's on my, you will, I, I could, it's, I'm gonna point. put it at the end of the episode. Anyway, go on. So, so I, I got pretty mad and I said something, you know, to the effect of, you know, why are you doing like, this is very disrespectful. You shouldn't be, you know, acting like this into the mic. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then right. I left the stage. And like, I guess it, I must have come off pretty harsh because like the next person that got up on stage was like, well, I guess something's wrong with him tonight or whatever. You know? Right. Cut and, the tension and, or something. Yeah. And then like some of the other comics were like, kind of like, whoa, like you don't really normally act like that. What was the deal? Yeah. You're and, pretty mellow. And, and, and so whatever. But then yeah. like later that night or the next day or something, one of the um, other comics got on Facebook and didn't call me out by name, but said like, basically said I was like a jerk or whatever for saying what I said and that I don't, you know, like I, I'm not deserving of the stage time I get or something like that because like you don't, you don't buy drinks at the bar and, uh, you know, you always bring that, you know, effing water bottle in and stuff. And like, I had no idea I was offending anyone by doing, you know what I mean? You, like, you weren't. I was, I'm telling I was, you now. Well, I'm just, I, I was ignorant to the idea that, you know, people could be taking offense to the idea that I'm getting this free stage time, you know, and not buying drinks. But again, I don't, I don't drink. So that wasn't, so yeah. I, so, so there was never something I'd considered before. Yeah. So, so, and then since then I, I typically will just like drop a tip, you know, for the bar tenders, even though yeah, I'm I've not, seen you do that. even though I'm not buying anything. Yeah. Cause that, I mean, that makes sense. You know, they're giving us a venue to like, you know, tell her jokes and, yeah, and so on. Right. And it's reasonable, you know, but it, it just hadn't dawned on me that yeah. I, I could be pissing people off by, because I didn't drink and I happened to tell Joe, you know what I mean? Like it never, yeah. And, but, but like this particular individual was very upset. Oh, it was a completely uh, different issue. It wasn't you know, about but, the water bottle. I'm sure. What, but nevertheless, yeah. some for, like for someone to call that out, um, is funny to me. Cause it is this interesting thing where, it's him saying you're not even one of us you're not you just come in you do your thing and you leave with your water bottle you're in a in the i don't know maybe it's something where they think um i don't know maybe they resent you for maybe having it together maybe if they're an alcoholic or something they kind of see you and you seem you don't drink you have self-control i think that maybe could happen sometimes too where people are kind of upset because they they envy your self-control what do you think of that uh I don't roll know. with it uh, maybe no I, I don't know it seems you can say if it seems unlikely i mean i, I think it was probably more likely that this was just more a close like like you said a clo- i can't think of a reason no one would like you because you're mm-hmm. very you're very respectful you're very nice and it is strange that someone you would i don't know get on get someone's goat you know yeah, there's definitely people that don't like me, though. <laughs> That's weird, man. Um, I mean, and I think, and I don't know how much this person d- doesn't necessarily particularly like me. I think it was more that what I, probably whatever I said, rubbed them the wrong way, and they were closer to the person who I, who I was calling out. Oh, and, it wasn't and, them. No, it was not the individual <laughs> who I called Got out. It. Okay. it was a different person. Yeah. And so they probably had a closer relationship with that person. And so they were defending them or yeah. whatever. Um, and they, you know, I mean, it was like a Facebook post, you know, people oh, yeah. post random angry stuff on Facebook all the time. That, cool down, whatever. Right. Yeah. So but, that's funny, though. Yeah. Because you're uh, so innocuous. 
you know? Most of the time. Yeah. yeah. Why don't people that don't like you, why don't they like you? I, I don't know. Sometimes I just pick up a vibe off people where I'm like, all right, this person doesn't like what I'm about for whatever reason. And I'm, and I don't, I, I, you know, I'm, I typically, I'm not very confrontational. Like I used to, <laughs> I used to care. I used to be like, oh, I want to be, you know, like, why don't they fr- like me friendly with this person and like figure, yeah. I want to figure out what's wrong with why this is not working. And yeah. now I'm very much like, I've met enough people. I know enough how people work. Yeah. Some people are just different. You You'll know, never convince them to like you. Yeah. And then yeah. that's fine. Like, you don't have to like me. Like, yeah. That's, that's a silly aspiration to be like, oh, I need everyone. Right. I need everyone to like me. That's crazy. Like, there's gonna yeah. be, you can, you could be, <coughs> you know, the coolest, you know, most interesting, most generous, most yeah. blah, 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 blah person, you know, accepting whatever somebody's going to dislike you for some reason. Right. And it's got everything properly to do with them rather than you. Maybe. Or maybe, I mean, legitimately, sometimes you're just, I think people are going to You do someone interpret something wrong. Or or you just come from different enough perspectives that like, even if you're, you can get to a point where like you respect that you are different. Yeah. You're still not necessarily going to like hanging out together. They still make you feel like anxious when they're around. Yeah. You're you're just like, I'm not interested in being around this person right and that's fair yeah um yeah i'm i'm the same way one thing that i'm i'm very i don't want things i don't care what people think but i don't want things to be weird that's me i don't do you understand what i mean when there's like a weird tension or something because as much as i'll try to act like there's nothing wrong and there's no tension or anything because it doesn't matter to me Okay, yeah. I'm over it. Whatever reason they have a problem with me, I'm over it and I'm going to be cool and I'm going to try to be friends because I don't really care. But I can't ignore that that tension's there. For some reason, that person has something where they don't like me and now it's weird. Now I walk into a place and I'm like, they're here. I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, no, I, I think that's I'm agreeing with that. I don't want people yeah. to like me. I just like just want to not like feel that energy. I, I would say that that energy even as uncomfortable it is as annoying as it is some for some individuals it's just gonna exist yeah you're just gonna have that weird vibe from certain people and those people are gonna have that weird vibe other people are gonna have a weird vibe from you yeah and it's it's just because you know your perspectives from for whatever topic or whatever area are just different enough again it's not that you can't like respect each other yeah and like be you know polite to each other and stuff but you're not going to be best friends yeah you know what i mean yeah don't make it an active vendetta it can be passive it can be like let's politely ignore each other yeah and just and that's and that's like a reasonable reaction to coming in contact with somebody who like you you shouldn't feel forced to be best buds with everybody that's not practical right you know yeah like you can be respectful and friendly without being like close, like intimate friends. Yeah, but sometimes you get placed in circles where you just come in close contact with people that have shit against you and it gets voiced. Right. Well, I had a roommate that, that was like I had a roommate one time that it was that. It was like we whatever that energy is, whatever that sort of like just combativeness is, it was really tense between us. And it wasn't something we could ignore. Well, because you're in close quarters all it, the time. And it wasn't something, it was something I could ignore. 
but when he's enjoys antagonizing me now it's like it becomes a point where you're like yeah. i can't you got to get out of that roommate situation and i did i did <laughs> yeah. but that's my point yeah no i i i i would agree that those those people that put off weird vibes to you and that you put weird vibes off to yeah don't ever live together <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> it's, right it's a recipe for disaster but yeah i mean another example would be a comedy scene you go to an open mic and that person's there and if it's right. obviously it's probably a big enough bar where you don't have to interact with them right but sometimes people put themselves in your way because they've got something they've got yeah. something yeah and and i and i've had that happen too before there was a, when, again when i was up in columbus separate individual yeah who um who the few times he um brought me up on stage like just happened to be me be in the lineup like he always made a point of making fun of me as he was bringing me up on stage yeah and that was really weird because it's like i didn't know him wasn't playful no, it was just like, he's just like, I'm going to get a few jabs in on your next comic as he's walking up here. And that's going to be your introduction to him. And like, he was the only person who ever did that, you know? And like, like I could, I could, it was one of those things where like people would be talking and having conversation. He would be one of the people in that conversation. Yeah. <laughs> and I would come up and, you know, just listen and then, you know, maybe say something here and there. Yeah. And because I knew other people who were friends with him, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then like he would just disengage, you know, as soon as I was there. And it, and I, again, I had no explanation for why that was happening because I'd never really had a conversation with him. Right. I'd never, and may, I don't know, maybe he hated my jokes. I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like maybe that was it. And he's just like, I don't, this guy sucks. I don't want to be around this person. Yeah. There's a difference uh, between not caring for someone and then actively like having whatever resentment right like active right. kind of hate i guess is the only word um so like which is weird for you for me what? to know someone hates you yeah i want to meet these people <laughs> anyway go on but but like yeah i mean like I, I can't remember exactly where i was going with this but um yeah i definitely would not want to be roommates with that guy yeah that's <laughs> I don't do that. Like, I don't like, I, I wish him well, like, like as far as I can tell, he's a, he's a, you know, good guy. Yeah. You know, it's not like I have anything against him and he's got, he's friends with plenty of people who I'm friends with and I like and respect. And I think he's funny. Yeah. He's a funny guy. So, um, not, yeah, nothing in particular against him or anything like that. But yeah, if we were roommates, I, I know it would not work out. Right. Yeah. I, I'm trying to, I was going to say, I don't do that to other people, but now I think sometimes what I do is I may be that person. I may be the antagonist. I may be that person to people, but it's never, I don't feel like maybe sometimes it gets interpreted as intentional, but it's usually when I become close enough with someone, I'll make fun of them. Sure. Like it's kind of what I do to say, like, I love you. Yeah. Sure. You know, like you and me, like I make fun of you quite a bit. But for whatever, you know what I mean? Whatever it is, making plans for like four years in advance or something like right. that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's it's something where I'm saying I'm being honest with you. I'm being upfront with you. And, you know, it's coming from a place of like, we're just having fun. And I know you like this. And well, and it's also it's also interesting for me when for when you say stuff like that, because it's not everybody does say things like that. And it's yes. and it and it gives me perspective on how I come across to other people, too. Yes. Because like when I tell you like, yeah, I'm I, I want to do this in in three years. Right. And you're like, why are you making plans three years in the future? And it's like, yeah. oh, well, yeah, that is kind of something I do all the time. Yes. I plan everything out. And I'm not I mean, I'm aware of that. Mm -hmm. But like, I'm not aware necessarily of how weird that may sound to a lot of people when I say stuff like that. 
Yeah. But then when you say back to me, well, that's really weird. I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess people would take that as strange. Yes. You know, so it's kind of it can be helpful. Yeah. Even though you're, you know, you're razzing me. I'm trying to be helpful. Yeah. You know, I'm trying. And I also know you can take it. Sure. And it's not I don't feel like I would never say anything to like hurt you. And right. I think you know that. Right. Whereas when it's somebody you don't know who is just another comic on stage and they're, you know, ripping India and you don't have a relationship with them. Yeah. You're you, just, d- you don't know how to interpret that. Yeah. And maybe sometimes, I mean, if it's some, if someone did that, if someone like ripped you up before they knew you and they're like, oh, check out this motherfucker with like the hat on or something. Then after you can, they would have to come up to you and say, Hey, sorry about the hat thing. Right. And then, you know, be like, hey, I just don't, your hat's but, stupid. But when they avoid talking to you, you're like, Yeah, oh. then it's like, oh, you're just, yeah. <laughs> Somebody doesn't like me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, I don't know. Maybe that's, so maybe I am the antagonist in some relationships, but I don't know. Something to consider. You like mm-hmm. me, right? Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't be here if I didn't. Good. We're, we're in your room right now. We're some people, temporary roommates. Yep. Some people, I think, come over just because they think this is like an opportunity or some yeah. shit. Yeah. When it know. when it blows up, they can be like, "Yeah, I was on that before Joey Bertoff was famous." Yeah. I also hate him. I, Buck that guy. I, I mean, I'm gonna pull that card if this if this thing takes off. You should. I'm hoping one of the guests dies and then something happens <laughs> with that, or yeah. I die. Me, that's better. I die. And then but then sudden, you can't like have us on for more future episodes. Yeah, it's about me, Mike. I want to be worshipped like a god forever. Is that too much to ask? Well, if being friends with everyone who's alive currently is too much to ask, I think being worshipped in perpetuity? Yeah, is that the way to say that? Yeah. I watched Shark Tank. Is that a Shark Tank thing? Yeah. Mr. Wonderful always makes deals for perpetuity. Okay. Like future forever, yeah. Is Mr. Wonderful by chance the bald one? Yes, he is. Why did I know that? Is that because Mr. Clean is bald that I would have thought that? I don't know. That's you weird. just know. It's culture. No, I would not have been able to tell you. I was just like, he's probably the bald one. He is. That's, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, but yeah, I think it is. I think I think that, you know, and plus, you. I, this is something I think about a lot. I don't think you can control the way that you can be, that you're going to be remembered. I don't, because it's so hard to control people's perceptions of you. Like how, like, cause you were talking about how sometimes you'll watch the office and you're trying to get what's the director's perspective. What are they trying to accomplish here? Most people just watch the office and they just see it on the surface for like the jokes. Oh, Kevin did that silly thing. Right. You know? So like, even if his vision is there, how many people are really going to see it and interpret it the right way after he's gone? Cause he can't defend it now like if people ask he can't answer questions about it right so you can't you have no control over your legacy i don't care about my legacy and i think i I would say for that reason didn't you just say you want to be worshipped forever i was speaking facetiously because i think it's absolutely ridiculous all right well then i see i completely misinterpreted it was a good point though (laughs) yeah no i was kidding okay sarcasm Mm. yeah sorry not funny no no yeah lowest form of comedy and i'm i apologize i mean no that's just me that's just me thinking you're an egomaniac joey well (laughs) There's a reason you thought that, I guess. You do have t-shirts with your face on them that sometimes I wear, so. Yep. You love me. I want to go back to that, though. I think, real quick, man, I want to talk about you not drinking, but we'll get back there. But 
I think in terms of how you're remembered doesn't matter. Think about MLK. He's right. like remembered for being a philanderer. Gandhi as well. These are like... Well, to some extent. But some people know People that. will Other defame people. you regardless right. of like how, what you right. did for humanity. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So like who cares, man? Right. Just exactly. do good and like leave the mark. No one... Like people are going to tarnish your name, yeah. you know? Right. Enjoy, enjoy your life and, and the you know, in the moment and all that stuff, as they say, because it's... You have no control of what happens after you're gone. Yeah, people people are going to say that you were a, like a rapist, dude. Right. And it just, like, what are you going to do? You're dead. You're dead. You can't yeah. defend yourself. And you know what that, that, like, Mike Frank being a rapist? That's interesting. It's a right. fun thing to talk about. So people, the truth is way more Doesn't boring. Doesn't matter at all. Yeah. People will talk about Gandhi, like, having sex with young girls and stuff. Because it's interesting. It's probably right. not true, but people talk about that. Oh, and, and maybe it is true. But Maybe but it is, but yeah. Like, but he can't, he can't add any nuance to that whatsoever because he's gone he's dead it's just a fact that he like that's the fact yeah that's what people remember you're gonna die and everyone's gonna say you suck and yeah you never did anything good yeah and and the other aspect of it is too people are gonna say you were drunk yeah (laughs) my frank (laughs) he was always loved the sauce had all this vodka in that nalgene water bottle always yeah uh the, I mean, the other thing, too, is, is even if people interpret you the right way or in a favorable way, let's say, yeah. I mean, everybody has negative aspects or whatever, but it, they, the, the, your favorable image is what lives on the most. Eventually, the history books are going to forget you. Yeah. You know dude, what I mean? That's like, a very good point. Like, you know, LeBron James is LeBron James today, but, yeah. you know, Oscar Robertson was... You know, who? LeBron James. See? At one, and like people yeah. who know basketball, they, of course they know Oscar Robertson. I know basketball and I don't know who Oscar Robertson is. Robertson, right? See? Oh, this is horrible. It's really not I'm though because rip- it's proving our point. <laughs> but yeah, see, what if I'm, see, I don't even know which one of us is wrong now. now yeah. I'm just showcasing my own ignorance. Um, but, Dude, but yeah. Anyway, but, go on. Yeah. But, but he played, he played for Cincinnati, which is like a thing, like you see. Okay. And, uh, and then in the NBA and blah, blah, and And Russell Westbrook just broke his, uh, you know, triple-double oh, record yeah. this okay. season, you know. Uh, but, and so he's like, so obviously people still know him, but they don't know him like they know LeBron James. You know what I mean? Yeah. And eventually there'll be somebody else who's different from LeBron James who will be the new LeBron James. Yeah. And LeBron James will become Magic Johnson, will become, right. you know, it's... It, it's Back to Oscar, whatever the fuck. Yeah. And it, yeah. It's one day someone will say your name for the last time exactly yeah exactly that'll be it and yeah, maybe basketball might not even exist in 200 years who knows people man. will be tired of playing it yeah it yeah it's so funny because yeah it doesn't matter man it's all just enjoy the time you're here yeah yeah um so the one thing i want to go back to is you were saying you would go drinking Okay, there you would go out with people, and they would be drinking. So sure. these are your friends. These yeah. are people you're tight with. Yeah, and it's in, and it's not like something I did all the time. Right, but, but why did like, you not feel inclined to be like, well, let's try this out? What were your reasons then? I I've never had an urge. It, I've, curiosity I've, is, I think, what most yeah, initial like initially I've, gets people I've, into anything. I've never had any inclination personally for it and so and i've tr- and to me that i don't know that matters absolutely like, yeah like i don't 
I don't like doing things. I don't want to do things because other people want me to. Okay. You know, and maybe that, I don't know, maybe that's selfish and I'm not being, I don't think so. But, but like, if I don't feel, if, if I don't feel a desire to do something, I'm pretty good about just listening to my gut and doing what I would rather do. You know what I mean? Yes. Like I will, I, I'm going to live my life in the way that, that makes me the happiness or the happiest, you know, as far as I can tell. Mm-hmm. And to me, I mean, then again, this is, this is just one of, of a bunch of reasons. Um, yeah, no, it's, but I, we understand, but like, yeah, if I, if I woke up one day and I was like, I, you know what I want, I want to be drunk. Yeah. I think I would do it. Yeah. But I've ne- that's never happened. Yeah. And, and, and so like, and some of it too is, is again, even though I like, I met people who I, I like and respect and I'm friends with who drink and they have no problem with it. I've also come across plenty of people who do have issues with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they, and like, you know, I've had issues with like, you know, extended periods of time feeling very depressed and that kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know, particularly when I was younger, not so much anymore. I've, I've, you know, I don't know if it's just that I've figured things out or I've just been lucky enough that life's worked out at this point mm-hmm. to the point where I can just be happier on a more consistent basis. But, yeah. um, you know, and when I was having that, that stuff, the idea of then being able to kind of self-medicate didn't appeal to me. You know what I mean? Like it, I'd seen enough people do that and, and again, I'm not saying everybody who drinks is, you know, no, but you med- saw someone medicating themselves with alcohol. Uh, right. And it, and I was like, well, that's not how I fix why I feel sad. So you, you know? saw people try and fail. Right. It's like, you know, that there's this, you know, temporary relief you get of like, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm drunk. I can forget about what's actually bothering me or right. what the, my real problems are. But it doesn't really do anything to fix what your real issues are that you're dealing with. Yeah. And and that's I was more interested in figuring out, okay, why is it that I've been having trouble getting out of bed for four months? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Then being like, okay, well I'll just, you know, forget about it and, you know, get drunk and, and ignore it. Yeah, you had the understanding that you just said, I know I'm positive that's not the answer for me. That's right. not gonna make things better. Right. And and I don't wanna I don't wanna downplay or disregard people who do, you know, take any medications or things like that for depression. Like one of my, one of my favorite comics, uh, Maria Bamford, yeah. has been very open about uh, you know, the process she went through with um, you know, trying to find the right balance for you know, and she and she has, you know, she's discussed. She has like um, bipolar disorder. She has more she's dealing with, you know, than yeah. I think I do. But, um, you know, I have so much respect for somebody who's willing and open to talk about those things and, yeah. and take those steps and in a, you know, in a regimented, you know, positive way. Um, I think we talked about like Neil Brennan. I don't know. I think you told me you yeah. didn't like <laughs> watching that that Netflix special he did, but I thought it was great. And he, you know, it's it's broken up into um, three different uh, sections. It's uh, one-liners, stand-up, and then emotional stuff. Yeah. And in the emotional stuff segment, it's like three different microphones he talks into. 
he talks about the process he went through trying to figure out his own depression yeah and all these different uh doctors he saw and medications he tried and like there was something he did where he was getting like electrical stimulation treatments with Mm -hmm. his brain yeah and he just made the point he's like i didn't take it lightly like i did like I was very serious and methodical about trying to fix this issue that I had, and like yeah, it's so a I sickness, have, yeah. I, right? I have so much respect for for that. You know yeah. what I mean? I I I don't want to say like oh somebody's you know weak or something because they have to take a medication. Oh not, yeah, nobody's not, interpreting it that way. Yeah. Well, I just, I mean I just want to be because like a lot of people here like I don't drink, and then the, their initial thought is like oh is he judging me because I yeah because I do this thing that he doesn't? No, not at all. I, I it's just for me personally. It's never been, I've never had any inclination that it was going to help me. Yeah, it's, I will, I'll say though, I think there are people on, there is a side where I know some people, it can be beneficial for people. Like, um, yeah, like, I mean, well, and I want to get back to that. That's you're like self-medicating with alcohol and then also just like drinking because you enjoy drinking. Right. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. But but I think in terms of self-medicating, I know people that honestly, I think sometimes they just needed a drink. They just needed to calm down. Sure. And having a glass of wine just, I mean, or take a, like take a Xanax, drink a glass of wine. Like sometimes you just need a little help to right. unwind. Right. But you know, you know what you need. And everyone understands that you knew, nope, that's not going to fix what, I, what right. ails me. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I mean, you know, for me, it's like, I mean, that's one of the reasons I work out and stuff. Yeah. You man, know, for as, sure. As, like, I know, like, in, as weird as it may sound, like, if I haven't, if I haven't worked out for like five days, yeah, I get antsy. Yeah, I get I start feeling kind of weird and yeah. then I, and then I kind of think about it and I'm like, oh, yeah, I haven't yeah. been to the gym. I haven't gone running. I haven't gone swimming. Mm-hmm. I just need to, like, go blow off some steam. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and just getting enough sleep and stuff. I mean, a lot of the time when I was, you know, when I was getting depressed or what and, and that kind of thing and having, you know, yeah, long periods of time where I just didn't want to interact with anybody or like, yeah, do anything. Um, it's like, well, you're not getting enough sleep. Your, you know, yeah. your life consists of staying up till the wee hours of the night, cramming for, you know, right. exams and papers and blah blah blah, and then waking up early and beating the hell out of your body in a pool and, yeah, you know, and you just go through that cycle of not getting sleep. It's like your body's gonna freak out on you, you know, and that includes your brain chemistry, you know. Absolutely, you got to take care yeah. of yourself, even right. even because those are things. Some people they like they stay out and they drink every night and do drugs and they don't treat their body that way but even something where you think oh this is beneficial i'm working out all the time i'm studying i'm learning and right you're still not taking you're, care of yourself yeah exactly yeah exactly too much of a, of anything is is bad yeah i've i don't know it's i mean i'll branch off real quick we were just talking about um i drank a bit too much the other night and i woke up feeling it's those it's it's when you can just tell i'm at the point now where i know like my brain chemistry is off i have not treated myself correctly i haven't taken care of myself and now i'm in a mental state that isn't good and i feel depressed and i know i have like my body's natural response is to say stop this get some sleep stop drinking for a bit and eat better get exercise it's my body saying 
you can do this. It makes it makes those things like drinking and eating like shit. It makes it repulsive to me. Do you know what, what I mean? I think what, my body. What, oh, when you're already in a that state where you've gone through that process and I think you're recovering I, from it. Right. Yeah. I hit a point where it's like sure. where your body says, hey, man, you need to be disgusted by yeah. all of this. Yeah, we've had enough. Yeah. Give, and I give think it a break. Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. sure with swimming, there's right. a point where you're like, I don't give a f- about swimming anymore. Oh, absolutely. This is killing me. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I get I get in a pool once a week at most. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the burnout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She's I mean, it's, I still like swimming. I like going swimming, but not not the way that yeah. I used to do it. I don't know, man. I don't know if there's any way to like play at a professional level and not hate what you do in terms of um, athletics. Uh, I don't know about that. Unless you're Kobe Bryant. If, Unless you're if, like a sociopath. If, if I could play basketball professionally, I would so do that. that Did you would, try? Um, no. What? <laughs> I'm I'm six foot two and uncoordinated enough to be a swimmer. I, I'm not. I I never even played basketball in high school. Like now. So you knew your uh, limitations. Yeah. And you didn't even try. Oh, absolutely not. What What would trying have consisted of, Joey? Trying out for the team, doing and, and, drills. Go, d- I don't well, know. Yeah. MJ there, stuff, man. There, there was no hope. Okay. I, would, I I like playing bat, but but I I think now there are definitely I'm sure there's guys in the in the pros that are not having a good time because you know they're on a losing team or things aren't panning out the way they thought they were. Yeah, there's other factors. But like there's for sure people who are having the time of their life in the NBA. Yeah. Like I mean, because like yeah, it's hard to go out there and play basketball on that level. I mean, like I go out and play you know a rec league game. And I'm sore for four days. You know yeah. what I mean? And they're like playing back to backs and like traveling across the country oh, and all this. Insane. Think about, I mean, you played, I mean, you played D1 sports. Think about what it is professional. Yeah, right. Exactly. I mean, you know, can't we keep talking about basketball, but I mean like, and it's, it's crazy because like LeBron, the way he takes care of his body, how, re- you know, his diet is and yeah. how, like, I mean, he likes, I don't know if, I don't think he sleeps in an oxygen chamber. I think that might, that was just, I think Michael Phelps for a while slept in like a weird oxygen chamber. I believe but, it. But, sure. But like LeBron does do like these like cryogenic like treatments where yeah. like I saw like a video online where like you go in the, you go in this like tubule thing and it like has liquid nitrogen circulating around it to yeah. cool all the air down. And it's supposed to like jumpstart your metabolism because it like freaks your body out and thinks you're freezing. So oh yeah. Like, like scientific so, stuff. So like yeah. all of your, all of your muscles like jump into hyperdrive to like recover and stuff like so like they're like doing all this like next level stuff you know to also take care of their bodies so they can do that stuff and they're just you know genetically you know mutants yeah Yeah. (laughs) like so superior to what we're working with but um but anyway uh so i yeah i think there's definitely people who play sports professionally who are who are having a great time with it and it's not yeah, like, you have like to love the, the yeah. The off season, I think, would be hard. I think when you're when you're not playing games and chasing after something actively, you're just having to like hit those workouts and like try to improve. Yeah, it seems like all for all, not. Yeah, that is probably the or hard. when you're mathematically eliminated. Yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah. I think that's got to be the hard part. But yeah, it's funny. Know. Yeah, man. I don't know. I think it's uh it's it's balance it's taking care of yourself it's having self-control um yeah it's that awareness but i think some i don't know some people they thrive in that everyone's different you know have you seen the hurt locker 
I have seen The Hurt Locker. That's a movie where... He's codependent on war. He is. Which is interesting because oh. we're talking about, you know, we, we appreciate balance, we appreciate relationships, we appreciate taking care of ourselves. But I think you have your Kobe Bryant's and your whatever Jeremy Renner character's name right. is. Yeah, yeah. Where you're just you're like, no, this is, I found my niche and I'm not a regular person. Yeah. I was born to disarm bombs. Right. And everything else bores me. Right. Yeah. And I've had, I've had, I think instances of that. Yeah. But I've, I've figured out that it's not healthy for me. Like I, like, cause I, cause yeah. like swimming was that at one point for me. Yeah. You're a maniac. And, and so was, you know, academics or whatever. Yeah. At one point it was. And, you know, you can make an argument. I was kind of doing that with dental school for the first two years as well. Cause I hadn't figured out whether I wanted to specialize or not. Yeah. And so you've got to like really dedicate yourself to, to trying to, I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's, but you were very interested in it. You were passionate. Right. Right. Okay. And, but, but like, and, and so, yeah, I've definitely done that thing where like, and, and comedy even too, like I've, I've to like when I've really dove into it, hard you know my last couple years yeah. of dental school and even the past couple years i've been down here like it takes up a lot of my time you yeah. know what i mean mm-hmm. but i've also realized that okay once you hit a certain point with a thing you don't have to have the you know gas pedal to the floor diminishing returns yeah 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 it's it's like i'm still i'm i'm happy for all of these experiences yeah but like you know you can ease up and it's not going to, everything's not going to fall apart. You can still yeah. do comedy. You can still, you know, you'll right. still have a job. You can still, like, I can still read, you know, f- rant, like I was a philosophy major. Yeah. And under, I can still read that stuff and be interested in it. But I don't have to, I don't have to, like, write a, you know, book that's going to, yeah. you know, be groundbreaking. Like, I don't need that. You know, I don't need yeah. to dive into it and like do all that research and stuff. So you're saying there's a it's, point where the cup overflows and all energy spent is kind of wasted because the cup doesn't have. Yeah, because it's because it's not it's that thing where it's like that's not for me anymore. It's for some other standard that I'm working for. You know, it's it's somebody else's standard. You know what I mean? Not really. Okay, so like, you know, if I if I would have kept on doing philosophy and Mm -hmm. gone to grad school and like tried to become a professor and all that like that wouldn't have been for me yeah that would have been to like to meet the standard of someone who's like qualified to discuss these topics intelligently or something you know what i mean yeah it's like oh you don't have you don't have a phd right well then you you can't you can't discuss you know yeah, Spinoza. You have no credentials in, in detail yeah. because you're not you're not on this level. You know what I mean? And it's like, no, like I understand what he's saying. Like I I can interpret this. Well, like yeah, I can't read it in its original language or whatever, but I can have an intelligent, interesting conversation about it. Yeah, you know and enough to maximize it, your level of interest. Yeah, and yeah. like you're you're only if you're talking down to me about a topic related to it and using a bunch of jargon to try to confuse me and like talk me out. You of just it, want like, me to know you're smart. Right. Yeah. It's not about me not having an adequate experience of this thing. Yeah. It's you being you know? an asshole. And, and you know, same thing with like, I mean, it got, I, I mean, to, it got to a point with swimming where it's, I mean, 
it was always I was never going to be in the Olympics. <laughs> you know what I okay. mean? So it's like, you know, I had my goals that I was trying to reach. And uh, but you get to a certain point where like, OK, maybe you're not going to get there. You got to reconcile with that. Oh, and realizing that, your own limitations and that the future for this it, particular hobby is limited. Yeah. yeah. Or, 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 or even if I, even if say I had, had had more of an interest in, in swimming, like, well, yeah, I think you're, I'm, I think yeah, you're, you're saying, limited. Right? You're either limited by your interest or you're limited by your own physical capabilities. Sure. You know? Yeah. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. That's. Well then, okay, let's talk about you're a comedian and you're passionate about that. Right. And I know you are, okay? Um, you spend a lot of time doing that. Right. So wouldn't it make most sense now since you don't, you don't, where do you, because the sky is really the limit. You would like to be as successful as possible. And do you see yourself being able to be as, you know, to be the highest standard of comedian or do you say you know what i know within my own ability to be funny i could be a i could have a comedy central presents special and that would be my limit and therefore i'm only going to work as hard as i know i should to reach the limitation so so with that like the comedy central thing again would kind of be that's like somebody else's standard okay that, that's like the person who says, I don't have a PhD. You don't have a Comedy Central Presents. Therefore, you're not funny. Okay. You can't, you can't say you're a comedian. You know what I mean? So like, but if I can, so if I can get in a room, right? Yeah. And I can entertain a random group of people so that they're all laughing and having a great time yeah. and looking at each other like, oh, this is great. You know, just, just having a fantastic time. Yeah. That's that's success. And I'm talking about things that I'm interested in talking about. You know what I mean? I do I understand. I, like that's that's success. And the more I can do that, that that because, again, we talked about like living your life in the moment, not caring about your legacy. Right. Yeah. I want to have as many experiences as I can talking about things that I find interesting and funny. Yeah. In front of as many people as I can. I want to live. I want to have as many of those lived moments as I can. Okay. You know so I mean? it's a less, okay. Interesting. Cause my, my main, <laughs> my main thing, my main question was, do you find that? So it's, it's less about the goals and it's more about, I'm just trying to do this thing one day at a time versus the idea of like, okay, today's Saturday. Let's say I say, whatever, I'm going to do this podcast and then I'm going to write jokes all day. I'm going to spend 12 hours doing this. Cause this is, I'm a maniac maniac for comedy and i know the more hours i put in the better i'll be and that that has definitely been my strategy to some extent because you do a lot of time but i but i have i figured out like you know i go i go to work i work out i go to open mics i write jokes yeah you know i I watch you know some tv shows hang out with friends like i have my stuff that i do on a recurring basis and I just, I kind of just do whatever I feel like doing in a moment. So Got like, it. so like with, I, if I'm at home on my off day and in the morning, I'm like, you know what? I feel like going outside and running. It looks nice. I will just go out on a run. And then if I get tired, <coughs> if I get tired during that run and I'm like, you know what? I kind of feel like walking. I just start walking. 
And I just like, and I'll just kind of look around and, mm. and, and then, and I'll, my mind will wander while I'm doing that. And I might just think of something that I want to write about while I'm out on the run, just organically. That so happens a lot. Okay. So you have enough self-discipline where your body net na- or you're not even, your being naturally wants to do somewhat productive things for the most part. Yeah, I would. Because if I left it up to me to whatever the fuck I wanted to do, I'd be laying right there all day. Oh, no, I can't do that. Yeah, but I I have to, you know, I have to say, you got to get out of bed yeah. and go clean your apartment right now or you're yeah. or I'll, you know, I'll feel depressed. Yeah, well, and 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 OK, so that makes sense. Like maybe I've just gotten into such habits. I know how to regulate this stuff because i've done it for so long i think you do yeah um because like again when i would get depressed yeah for i mean they were because when i was in high school when i was in college i mean there were definitely long stretches of time where like you could i could have gone months and like my friends never saw me you know what i mean okay like i was just like i was just out of it and i was just like you know not a happy person like yeah at all and and so and and would have been laying in my bed staring at a ceiling if because you didn't it, feel like anything. Right. Right. So, so yeah, I mean, but like now I don't have, I yeah. don't get that anymore. Like yeah. not rarely. I mean, like every once in a while, a little bit, if I've had probably just had a rough few days and I'm, but I mean, that's just normal to be tired every yeah, once in a while. That's not, mm-hmm. that's not, you know, a depressed state of mind, but, um, so yeah, I guess I just have those habits at this point where like, cause like, like I talked about, like now I'll work out. But I don't work out to I'm not trying to be, you know, the best version of, you know, a swimmer, the, a swimmer that I'm trying to be Michael Phelps. I'm, I'm just I'm just You're not sleeping out. in an oxygen tank. Exactly. I'm yeah. just working out. And when I feel when I'm like, oh, I've done enough sets, I'm sore. I feel pretty good. Mm-hmm. I, I breathed heavy a little bit. I sweated a little bit. Yeah. Eh, time to go home. I'm going to go eat, you know, and then after I do that, I might feel like writing jokes because I'm just kind of in that more relaxed state of mind. You know, I'm not antsy at all. And I'm just, and so I'll go and I'll open up my, you know, joke word documents and look through and like, okay, what's interesting today? What do I want to write about? And I'll just pick a section and I'll just play with it, you know, and think about it. Well, what do you, okay. Well then, you know, help everyone out. Cause when I'm hearing this, I'm thinking, wow, this is, this is quite a way to live, to have this means of self-discipline where you can, you're very regimented and you're getting things accomplished and you're also finding motivation to do productive things. Do, I don't know, would you have any advice, honestly, to how you got to this level? Because what you just described is rare. To have this level of, I want to write jokes. I want to go run. It doesn't occur to me to lay in bed because I'm in. Sure. Well, because it's it's all a little bit of each thing. It's all stuff that I like in little doses. Okay. Yeah. Like it's it's fun to go out and just jog until you get a little tired. Yeah. And then just walk around outside when it's sunny out. Yeah. It feels nice. Yeah. You know, like I mean, it's not like like I'm not doing it. Like I'm not sprinting. I'm right. not. I'm not running. You know, suicides. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it, with a coach yelling at me. You know, and competing with teammates who, you know, right. try, trying to get spots on relays or something. Yeah. And, compet- you know, it's just like, huh, feels nice. There's there's birds chirping. You don't push yeah. yourself. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's no need to relax. There's, there, yeah, exactly. There's, there's no need, and 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 like with the joke writing, I feel like I'm in a at a point where, um, you know, uh, I've got enough material built up, and I've got enough of a backlog of ideas that I want to talk about. Like I used to, I used to freak out when I ran out of stuff to talk about, and then I would like force write jokes. And I'd just be like, oh, I'll just start thinking of things to... Yeah, pretzels are it, funny. Exactly. Yeah. And and that's the worst. That's so hard. Yeah. That's, pretzels aren't funny. No. <laughs> <laughs> not, not unless you really, you know, come across... Right. You, it has to happen. The thoughts have to happen organically. Yeah. That's the, where the best jokes come from. Yeah. And and the nice thing is, you know, I, I've been doing this for about five years now. And so I've... The first few years, it was a lot of me trying to make pretzels funny. Yeah. You know, I, I remember this is, I had, I had five minutes I wrote on sneezing. Yeah. Literally. I was just like, I'm going to write about sneezing. Yeah. And I did, I had five minutes about sneezing and it never really went well. Yeah. There were like maybe two jokes in the five minutes that like kind of hit. <laughs> right. And like I did it at Go Bananas and it was like, it was the second time my family saw me tell jokes. Yeah. And like the first time it went really well. And the second time when I did the sneezes yeah. stuff, it was terrible. And they were just like, Ooh, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. And, and, I, and, and in retrospect, like I should have like me now looking back at me trying to talk about sneezes, I would be like, well, yeah, you were trying to write about pretzels being funny. Right. That's why this sucks. It's because it's not true to you and it's not interest. It's ultimately not even interesting to you. You were just trying to force write jokes. So don't uh, basically what you are saying is don't force yourself to do anything. Exactly. Just let it happen. Interesting. Um, and that's and that's relax. Not, right. And that's not yeah. easy to do. I mean, I'm I'm lucky in the like like with my job, like I'm at, like I'm able to do that too. Like I'm able uh-huh. to have enough free time, you know, like I I make enough money that you know, I have the, you know, the privilege if you will that I I can I can step back and say, "You know what?" I don't have to try to be a multimillionaire. Yeah. I don't need that. Like, yeah. Why would I chase that? Is that something I want? Is there any reason I want that? Right. And, and I, I think and think, and I was like, eh, no, there's not, there's no reason I want that. So why would I, could I do that? Absolutely. I could. Yeah. But I could have also been a philosophy professor. I could have also, I could also still be trying to be a really fast swimmer. Yeah. I could also, you know, be totally obsessed with getting a comedy central special but why is that something i want if i don't want it yeah why am i chasing it interesting why so when you're forcing yourself to do something take a second and think why am i forcing myself to do something i don't want to right and if if the answer is because it helps you get something else that you really want yeah then sure do it like i went to school for you know till i was 26 years old yeah because there was something that that was going to get me yeah did i enjoy being in school for all that time and banging my head into all those stupid books right no now some of it i enjoyed right some of it was great i was like oh this is super interesting right but some of it was like oh this is just an assignment that i have to do because there's just a series of steps that are dictated to me right that i have to fulfill this you know right arbitrary thing for somebody else yeah yeah, I don't know, man. It's hard to know. It's hard, man, because everything can feel like a chore. But some things, it's delayed gratification, though. You know, I right. think you're kind of fortunate to, right. you know, I don't know. Maybe, dude, I don't know. Maybe it all kind of comes back to the, I think you've 
I, I don't know. I don't know your life, but I think you've disciplined yourself enough where you enjoy productive things. And yeah. I think, honestly, honestly, I think... I think I think people do enjoy productive things if it's not forced on them. Yeah. Like, I think I think that you may not go want to go out running. Yeah. Okay. Or, you know, go hit, hit it really hard at the gym. But I think most people, if they took the time to just like, I'm going to go out on a walk today. Yeah. Or I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do some sort of light exercise, you know, every other day or whatever. Yeah. I'm going to go dancing. I'm going to do whatever. I don't know. I think if they gave it an honest chance, they'd find that they enjoy it. You know what I mean? Like it, it's, yeah, I don't, I don't think the natural state for, and again, for some people, there's always exceptions. Yeah. I'm, I'm speaking in generalities. There's always exceptions, but I think the majority of people, we human beings enjoy some level of physical activity yeah it can be fun in the mm-hmm. right context i think a lot of people avoid it to some extent because again it's like a judgment thing associated with it. i mean how many jokes are there about you know going to the gym and you know feeling judged or right. whatever like, yeah. uh, because it's a real thing people feel it you know yeah. what i mean but you're going to the gym because you in some level on some level you probably want you know some some of it might just be that you want to look good, but some, I think some of it too is like it, it can be it can feel really good. I mean, it, you you re- release it's progress, it, and you release yeah. you know you release chemicals again right. to your brain when you exercise. Like I mean, that happens that do make you feel good. You know, yeah. if if it again if they're not being counteracted by you know other thoughts you're having about like oh are these people judging me or right. or whatever. Well, I think I think to go with your point, I think Stephen Dubner, the guy that he like co-wrote the Freakonomics book, sure, sure. Um, he talks about it and he says, find something, find productive things. It can go for exercise, it can go for work. Find like explore, find productive things that you like. Yeah, and do them hard. If you like to dance, you're like, you know, I like to dance and I hate running. I'm gonna then dance. Go dance, sure, absolutely. So find those things that you're you say. I like this productive thing. Yeah. And do the shit out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Some and some people like you know, like lifting weights and never will go running or do any cardio. That's great. Then just do that. Yeah. You know? Like you know, I think a lot of this the the science coming out is like if you if you work large enough muscle group groups when you're lifting weights, your heart's pumping anyway, you're getting the same effects. Yeah. In terms of heart health and stuff as you would if you went on a jog. Yeah, um, it's a means to an end. Or you know, if you if you like just throwing a frisbee, you yeah, know, whatever. It, I I <clears throat> my throat's all goofed up. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think, and I think people, we talked about this last time. You know, when we were talk uh, when I was on here, just people have hobbies that are I think dormant to some extent, and they never really like. I just you know I just found out I really think photography is pretty cool yeah (laughs) like i just started doing that Mm -hmm. and it's that's another thing that i'm like playing around with and it's really interesting and i couldn't have told you five years ago yeah i was going to be into that but i just i i was like kind of interested and i started doing some research and i was like oh this is really cool and oh Mm -hmm. you can do these different things with lenses and i'm gonna try that and now i have like a cool new thing that i can do yeah at open mics and shows while i'm sitting around you know that doesn't take up any extra time essentially right I would have just been sitting there anyway, you know? 
Yeah. So there's ways to try stuff. Yeah. Try it. Do different things. Man. Yeah. That's a, I don't know. It's a cool thing that when you do something and then you realize that you enjoy it. Right. Like, oh, this is fun. Yeah. And it's, yeah. I mean, I've had that with a lot of things in my life where I never would have thought, never would have thought that I would have enjoyed it. I never did computer programming. Because sure. I was, everyone's like, no, you're not, you're dumb. You're not smart enough. <laughs> like, you don't do, you're not good at math. You know, I wasn't bad at math. I was just a lazy piece of shit. Yeah. Nobody and ever. You, well, you didn't have an interest, so you didn't try, you know. Right. Yeah, it was both. I didn't have an interest. And I was also, it was reinforced to me that I, that was not my gift, yeah. you know. Um, but once I was exposed to it, all of a sudden. Oh, math can do this interesting thing. Yeah. And then it was, you know, and now that's what I do. Right. And I love it. It's, you know, that's my career. And I would have never known had I just gotten inspired to try one time. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Try stuff. You know? Yeah. Dude, people, people are meant to do more than one thing. Yeah. Yeah. We're adaptable. Unless you're Kobe. You think Kobe does anything? Uh, I think Kobe's going to try and figure out other things to do because he's retired. I wonder what he's going to do. I think he started a film production company of some sort. I heard sort. that too. So Kobe's dipping his Do you have his, his email? In, do I have his email? <laughs> yeah, you're moving out to LA. It's, you should go find Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, man. This has been fun, dude. Oh, are we, we're pretty much done? Yeah. Wrapping up? It's, yeah, it's been long. Okay. And I'm done talking to you. That's fine. I didn't like this at all. (laughs) This this was work for you. Yeah. This was one of those things that, but yet this is a thing you're pursuing. What's, what's. Well, I like most episodes, but. But this one in particular. (laughs) (laughs) No, I, uh, yeah. See, see, you're tough. I can take it. Yeah. Plug your stuff, man. Uh, What's your Twitter so, and all so, that? Well, here's... Well, let's you do have a the, ton of stuff, the, man. Let's yeah. do the photography thing. Yeah, we just talked about that. I yeah. just started an Instagram account uh, at Comedic Exposure. And uh, I'm just taking pictures at all the shows around Cincinnati. I'm hoping, cross my fingers, that I get to go up to Woodlands Tavern up in July. Uh, Ron Funches is coming through. Oh, cool. So I shot a message off to Dylan Shelton. Uh, uh, pending, might be able to be able to take pictures up there of that show. So that'd be kind of neat. Um, I'm going to keep just keep trying to do that around around uh, Cincinnati, Columbus, yeah, Dayton, man. and that kind of stuff. Comedic exposure. Yeah. For real, follow it. I do. You have a really great picture. I think it's Timothy Northern. I don't know if he goes by Timothy, but... Tim Northern? I think most people say Tim. I don't know. I didn't know. I assumed that's who it was. I think you tagged him. But that picture, we'll talk about it later, but like you've only been doing it for like a couple weeks and like that is a tough picture to do and it looks awesome. It came out pretty cool. It's very... I don't want to say it. I'll say it off mic. Okay. (laughs) I don't know. Is there there a racial aspect? There is... You know what it looks like? What? You know what it reminds me of? What? Have you seen Moonlight? Okay. Yeah. There's a that's, lot of fluorescent fair. light. That's Not fluorescent. Fair. That's um, fair. Pastels. Sure. I need... Uh, and I've, I haven't seen Moonlight. And all the characters are black. And right. there's a lot no, of I get, like... I understand completely what you're yeah. saying, right? I've seen the poster, though. And yeah. I get that. Completely unintentional. But 
but yes, I can see how you would think that. Yeah, it's honestly the movie is named after like a Maya Angelou poem in okay. which like the moonlight is bouncing off of a black man's skin. Okay. It yeah. reminded me of that. Yeah. No, that makes sense. But it but looked awesome. It does. It's a cool picture. And I it took me a while to I don't I can't claim that I was trying to make it look like that. I kind of just figured that out as well, I was great, fiddling man. with the settings. But it, it did come out pretty cool. Well, cool, man. Yeah, like Twitter or something. Uh, at Mikey Frankie, you just add a Y to both my names Do it. on Twitter. Um, so there's also that. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks a lot, Mike. Yeah. Thanks, Joey. All right. Later. That's not me. I don't. When people get to. And I get it, though, because it's addictive, you know? Well, yeah, if you have, like, a best friend who constantly positively, like, reinforces everything you do and yeah. you do the same for them. Right. You know, it it definitely can make, uh, I don't know, make you both feel better about whatever you're doing, even if you're doing nothing. Yeah, because you're always being encouraged. Right. You you, just, you have a you have a partner. And, yeah. But, you know, it's like, it's like, you know, like, sitting and watching TV if yeah. you're sitting and watching TV with someone else, it immediately feels like you're doing you're, a thing. You're, yeah, exactly. Even though if you're just both sitting there and not saying anything to each other, you're hanging out. Right. Which is like more impressive than just sitting and watching a show by yourself. You think so? Well, I don't think so personally, but I think that that you think people think that though. I think that's a feeling that people get. You're having like a hang sesh. Yeah. Like when it, in reality, it's just like two people sitting in chairs. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's somewhat validating and you can make little comments to each other like oh you know i think this is what's going to happen next in the episode and it feels i don't know i guess it feels more social even though it's pretty you're pretty much just still watching tv right but there was like an interaction right so it's a chill hang right dude i did that all right so my mom and i one time we watched the proposal with uh yeah him (laughs) and her uh and it, we're like we're just sitting and my mom's like i don't know she must have been laughing a little bit here and there during the movie uh-huh. when i watch a movie i'm just like i'm just watching it you know yep. just experiencing it because i wanted to see it and my mom hadn't seen it like let's watch the movie she bought it yeah and we were watching it and then the movie got done like a couple of days later she's like well yeah i guess yeah you didn't seem to like it at all and i was like what are you talking about that was really funny like i really like that movie why would you say that and she's she's like, well, you just sat there like silently the whole time. Right. Like, Usually when you watch a movie with someone, you're kind of like laughing and talking about it. And I'm like, no, you're not. That's not how you watch a movie. It, yeah. It dep- but she, yeah. She thought I was like angry. Like I was angered by the movie because I wasn't saying anything. It, it depends like personal preference. I feel like what and, and that dep- like because some people definitely hate it when you talk during movies. Yeah. You know, and they're like, I, I do. But yeah, so that that's why you don't talk during movies because you don't like when people talk during movies. Yeah. So you're just doing what you think you would like. Right. Which is fine. Uh, but uh, I, I definitely, th- like like my sister, she has like these like bachelor parties or whatever where all her like girlfriends come over and they all watch The Bachelor and they're very loud. Like talk, yeah. talking constantly the whole time. And like... They, so it's a hang, but The Bachelor is happening. Yeah, well, they're they're just commenting constantly okay. on the show. Yeah, see, we used to when I was in high school, we'd watch The Office. We my 
parents would kind of like host these parties where people would come over and watch The Office. Mm-hmm. And there was a guy, a good friend of mine, he would laugh very hard, sometimes inappropriately, at the wrong points. <laughs> and I'd miss stuff. Oh, because he was laughing over it. Yeah, mm. so it got to the point where I would just hang with someone else that really didn't give two shoes about The Office, and I'd just watch it after. Yeah. Because I couldn't... To me, watching a movie is something where I do it and I absorb it. I take it in and I think about it. It's not something that I do socially where it's like, we're all kind of watching a thing happen. Right. I want to watch it in its entirety, the way the person made it and intended it. You see, that's because you like have an interest probably in like directing and making sketch. Like, you think so? Well, well, cause you can, you have an appreciation for the artist's perspective. It's not about you entirely. It's also about them. Yeah. And so, and so if you're like, I want to I want to know what their vision was for this thing. Yeah. That's different than dance for me monkey. You know? Yeah. So people but like, why would you want a monkey to dance while you have a conversation? So you can, I don't know, you just point together and say, oh, look at this silly dancing monkey. Yeah. And then you can all talk about the dancing monkey later later. And it's a way you relate to each other. And, you know, 10 years from now, you can be like, oh, you remember that one dancing monkey we saw? That was pretty great. Yeah, but what I'll do is I'll be like, you know what? I'm going to watch The Dancing Monkey by myself in my apartment. You watch The Dancing Monkey. Or we can watch The Dancing Monkey together, but be quiet because we don't want to miss anything the and monkey I, does. Sure. Because then, then we can come together and be like, what do you think of the monkey? Have an even deeper conversation about that monkey. Right, because we experienced it. Not like, yeah, remember that yeah. monkey? Yeah, we were kind of having a conversation, though. Yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah. Codependency is is bad. In all cases, you think? I don't, I don't know if it's inherently... When is it good? I don't know. What if you're like... You're like fighting a war. And you got like a buddy who's got your back. And you always stick together. Good one. Good example, Mike. Codependent... Like... Emotional codependency. You know what I'm saying. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. You, you need to be able to, to handle your own emotional stuff. Yeah. on your own i mean you need sometimes you need somebody to lean on but yeah. it's definitely healthier to be able to process stuff to, to hone those skills processing your own emotions yeah i would agree with that i mean it's good to have people you can talk to because and, and they can give different perspectives on things like if you bounce if, if you're bouncing ideas off of them in yeah. a way where they're like well you know, because maybe your perspective on it is a little clouded because of how emotional you are oh, about it. pretty much everything, and, right? And then they're able to be like, well, think about this or this. That's good. But also, that's not necessarily codependency. Codependency would be more like you go to somebody and you're just expecting them to reinforce the way you feel emotionally. Just like agree with me that this is how like I should dislike this person because they did this. And then that person always backs you up on it. Yeah, I mean, it can be anything, really. It can just be some sort of thing where you find that you need each other to to just be, you know? You need each other, and there's no way around it. You might even be miserable, but you're afraid of going through life without that that standard of, like, a person being there. Okay. Which is spooky. So... In that case, it's more about just a loneliness thing. Let's just say a bad marriage, okay? Let's say you got a wife, all right? Sure. And 
she there's like nothing there whatever it was there's like weird money issues that maybe let's say she like spends a lot of your money okay and she doesn't work there's tension there okay and eventually it just comes to a point where that's the main issue but it works its way into all aspects of your relationship and now you're miserable every day in your own home but you don't know what life is like without her you've no kids but you're still like but that's my wife i'm mm. with her all the time in the fear of having a withdrawal from that whatever connection it is is you're afraid of who you are without them mm. you know but you're like so you're living in and i think a lot i mean it goes with a job it goes with anything you're afraid of the alternative because you're you know the devil the devil you don't know is loneliness I guess because you're uh, not emotionally stable on your own, and uh, yeah, I mean, why'd you get married, Mike? <laughs> you're painting a very bleak picture. Uh, Am I bumming you out? What? Am I bumming you well, out? Well, I'm just I. I don't know if that's codependency or if that's just you feel trapped. I don't know the circum the exact circumstances you just paint. Yeah, whatever it is, there. she's she well, is um, upholding something in your life that you could. You, yeah, because um, like code, codependency to me feels. Like you're getting something positive out of that interaction with that person. That's, yeah. No, no, I'm sorry. There is something there. Yeah. You obviously, it's not misery all the time. Yeah. But there is some sort of validation, some sort of connection that leaves you saying, not that it makes me feel good, but it's something that I need. Yeah. I'm good. So, so. Codependency, from what you're talking about, is basically you need someone to be around just so you don't feel lonely and by yourself. Like yeah, it's, I think it could like be... You don't know how to be alone. Yeah, like the absence of, like, let's say you're, you know, your wife's just, like, nagging you all the time. It's pure misery, okay? But now that they're gone, you're like, nobody cares. Nobody's even around. Right. And I would have taken the misery because now I just feel empty. Right. At and least someone cared enough to nag me. Sure. And if you were a little bit more emotionally developed, you could handle that yeah, lo loneliness can, more productively on your own. Yeah, you could understand. And I know it's hard. I'm not like, I'm just saying this is something I think people should think about when they find themselves in something that's you're very heavily intertwined with someone. You should be able to think about, hey, let's say my, let's say you're in love with your wife and your wife dies. I'm getting bleak, Mike. You're, it's pretty dark. I know. Like, you know what? Let's just. My, my wife is really not painting. Now, now she's paint. cool, but she died. All right. Okay. So she was a you good. Per, she was a good person you this loved time. Her. Love she your was life. Great. Okay. Yeah, but she's dead. I, I don't want to hate on my wife that much. Yeah. No, but then it's she's gone. Okay. And then some people, you know, I mean, sure, maybe it can be a good thing, but how are you going to? Yeah, it's your life, you know, how are you going to move on? Well, and that's why, you know, you hear all those stories about, you know, people who, you know. Right, just heal over when exa their wife dies. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then, then there's probably a ton of truth to that. Yeah. They're just like, they, they don't, they're, they're, they're past the point where they want to start all over, <laughs> you know. What do you, it's, and, it's the, what do you, what now? 
Right. You gotta, yeah, it's yeah. the, like, I gotta occupy all this time when I used to just argue yeah. with my wife. Well, not necessarily even argue. Not even necessarily like, argue. Like, I'm making I an example to, of something you're like, you're kind of missing. I used to watch the proposal with my wife and we used to chat about it. Right. As Whatever. it was happening. Yeah. And we really liked it when Ryan Reynolds fell naked on Sandra Bullock. Yeah, that's the one. I figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and we talked about that until the wee hours of the night. And right. Now, but what I'm saying is even the bad times, you're like, dude, I kind of miss those bad times because I'm bored now. I just want to get in a sure. nasty fight with my wife. Sure, it'd be better to watch the proposal and giggle about Ryan Reynolds' naked body, but right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I'd take a fight right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know where I'm going with this. Not 100% sure yeah. either, but... Yeah, I, I'm, we have no friends. We, the two of us? Yeah, we don't have any super, yeah. We don't have wives. We don't, that's what it is. We don't have wife friends. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess, you know what? Maybe you're supposed to let people do that. Maybe that's how it's supposed to be. <laughs> Maybe we're doing it all wrong. Yeah. We, we're supposed to be watching movies and talking with someone about it constantly yeah maybe i don't know you know what i feel i'm gonna watch the proposal again with my mom yeah and just chat it up mm -hmm. just goof maybe not we, even watch it yeah just talk to your just mom hang out yeah yeah i fucked up she's yeah she's gonna die eventually joey yeah i can still make it happen so why don't you why drink, don't you drink?